1: and this week we decided to do some Bloody Marys.
0: Yeah, pretty good.
1: Yeah, really good. It yeah. turned out awesome. Uh-huh. I like it.
0: Yeah, we've done the mix before that we've had on here. So Yeah, the
1: Texas... What the is Habanero,
0: it? the yeah. Texas... I don't know. We had some. a picture of it at the beginning. So yeah. <laughs> refer to that. Yeah. Um, it's good, so we had to finish it off. Mm-hmm, yeah. So turned out awesome. And we're we'll recording in the morning, so... Yeah, so... Bloody Marys not? in the morning are good. Yeah, why not have Bloody Marys? They're Mary? good and good for you. Yeah. <laughs> No? <laughs> yeah,
1: you're funny. <laughs> so, uh, before we get started, Seth has his dumbass post of the week.
0: Right, yeah. This was shared by a wuss out there that uh, <laughs> thought that this was a good idea to set himself up in this this relationship. But he said, <clears throat> the best way to love someone is to just be their friend and wait until they realize they need you to be more than that. Welcome to the friend zone. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That's great. Now I, I don't think this applies if you are just naturally friends and then it ends up escalating. Right. But I think where this is coming from is I'm a pussy <laughs> and I'm gonna willingly stay in the friend zone until hopefully she sees that I know that I'm, I'm, I'm a, a good guy. Yeah. Uh huh. I know. So good guys finish last.
1: Right. Yeah. That, um, that never happened. Yeah. To any guys that yeah. I friend zoned.
0: Be assertive, get a spine, and get the girl.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, you could still be a good dude Mm -hmm. and a good guy without being a pussy. Right. So, yeah. Make it work. Yeah, exactly. So, this week, we, we wanted to kind of go over some of the statistics that we... I guess, researched ourselves from our actual podcast.
0: Well, we we talk a lot about reflection and we talk about self-evaluation and we talk about looking back. And so we thought, well, let's look and see, you know, we get feedback Mm -hmm. on certain episodes or ideas or questions or comments or things like that. But uh, we've talked about some stuff that, you know, we either thought at the time were going to be controversial. We thought that people wouldn't respond to it. We thought that sometimes maybe people would respond more than they did to it. Yeah. We thought that uh, certain ones would be probably not get as much attention or as much listens or views or, or whatever it is. And we hadn't really dug into, I guess, the details behind all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. To, I think we did initially on to kind of see how they were doing. But, you know, we're at, what are we at? 46. 46. So mm-hmm. we're almost at 50. So... Time gets away from you, of course, and so we wanted to just kind of look at and see, well what, what, are, what are people actually listening to the most? Which yeah. ones have the most views and listens, Which ones you know are, are really reaching out there, and, and we had two that really just blatantly stood out
2: mm-hmm. that
0: yeah. uh, on all the platforms that people listen to us, whether it's SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify, or what were some of the other ones you were saying?
1: Um, there's Castbox, there's Yeah. Um there's a different the ones. Google for- Play and, and
0: all, all of this stuff. Um, all of the the avenues that people can listen to on their phones or in their cars or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and and two really just stood out above the rest.
1: Yeah. Well I think that I mean, before we even mention the two, I think that it is funny to to go back and listen and and even go back to our thought process when we were making all of the episodes, you know, and, and like some of them, we really were like, Oh man, I bet this is like, it's our favorite, you know, some of them are our favorites. Mm -hmm. And then they didn't hardly get, I mean, they got listens, but not as much as these, these two especially Mm -hmm. did. And I think that, I don't know. I think it's funny that we, you know, even from us, like, this should be a good episode. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, it wasn't as good as this one. So, or, I mean, listens and stuff like that. But um, the two, the top two episodes that were listened to the most <clears throat> were um, Signs of You're Unhappy in Your Relationship. And the other one was uh, Why Men and Women Cheat. Mm-hmm. And um, Why Men and Women Cheat was actually. The highest.
0: Yeah, by a pretty good chunk. A really
1: good chunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we thought that it was, you know, something to to really think about and, I guess, analyze ourselves.
0: Well, it, it shows, I mean, whenever you... When you're looking for a topic or you're looking for a perspective or you're looking for an opinion or insight, whatever you want to label it as, you search for that. Mm-hmm. And... So we, we, we really looked at it, and we're like, well, what what does that say? What is that really telling us? Um, and above all, it tells us that we're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It does.
0: You know, our our very common theme has been that we believe that majority of people in relationships are with the wrong partner, in a bad relationship, or making it work, and all those other things that we've talked about mm-hmm. multiple times and, and sporadically through all of our episodes. Um, and so when we were able to kind of really peel it back and look at – the top two things that we were dealing with when the signs that you're unhappy in a relationship, I mean, that means people are actively seeking out, how do I know if I'm unhappy? Right, exactly. And I think the first step is you're searching for something to tell you that you're unhappy.
1: Yeah.
0: You know you're unhappy. Uh-huh. I mean, you you don't even have to listen to the episode to come to that realization. If you're looking, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing as, you know, people searching for... Um, how to how to tell if my partner's cheating on me? Mm-hmm. If you're at that point that you are investigating, yeah, they are.
1: That, yeah, they're probably cheating already.
0: Um, and, and so I think that, that 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 really speaks volumes to what what are what is really going on in people's relationships. And I, you know, and I'm, I'm taking a shot in the dark, but I would imagine that a lot of people searching for that on the surface, on social media, to their friends, to their family, they probably seem like they have a good relationship. I know. Because we we talked about even in that episode how with our previous partners that's what people thought about us mm-hmm. in those relationships yeah. Yeah. was that I mean you, you even said that people after you guys broke up people were like oh you guys were the perfect couple right. and things like that and you're like yeah. nope you didn't not at all yeah, you don't know the half obviously
1: of it. you didn't yeah. you only saw from the outside looking in and that's that's what most people most people do and most people put on that that front, Mm -hmm. you know, to make, make it seem like you are happier than what you really are. But on the inside, you know, you know, and that's why you're, you are looking up stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And I think that, you know, with, um, with looking stuff up on, on Google or, or whatever, I think that it makes you, makes it feel okay it's a safe place, mm-hmm. I guess,
0: <laughs> to it ask is. a
1: question because sometimes, like even for like dumb stuff, like who oh, is the actress in that movie? Yeah. Oh, let me, you know, let me. Yeah, I'm not going to ask. DB let me, it. Let me yeah, just check. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. You know, and y- you don't want to put it out there to everyone else that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know who that is, or why your relationship is failing.
0: Right. Well, and that that's, I mean, you bring up a, a pretty funny point with, with the Google. I mean, if, if you sit down in front of Google, whether on your phone or on a computer, and you start to type how how to know if, one of the top ones is partners cheating, mm-hmm. if I should get a divorce. Yeah. So what that's telling you and everybody else is out of all of the how to know if that you could ask, how to know if I'm a moron, how to know if... <laughs> You know, my car needs oil. How to know if, whatever it's going to rain? I mean, you out of the how to know if and the infinity amount of other words you could put uh-huh. in there, the top ones are how to know if my partner's cheating on me or I should get a divorce.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean that that is huge tell, and so we shouldn't. I don't. I don't think we were shocked when we saw what our most episodes were no. listened to, as far as oh my gosh, I can't believe it was those. Yeah, but. That we should have just probably assumed uh-huh. that based on what people are searching for, that that's it. And and the, the I guess the sad point of of some of that is people are searching for it, but they're still not
1: Doing fixing the situation. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. And I mean, we said in the um in the signs you're unhappy episode that you know two. To make, to try to <laughs> make it better, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully, hopefully the, you know, listeners that, that did listen to that actually <clears throat> took some Well, and, of and I think
0: for those that did and those that haven't, the, as a refresher or just to put out there, what we did, that was the first of a three-part series.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we talked about how to know signs that you're unhappy in a relationship. And then step two was the beginning of the end. And step mm-hmm. three was the end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were very clear in the the very first episode about signs are unhappy of this is not the end all. It's not look at these signs and it's time to leave. It's Mm. find a solution, have the conversation, fix the problems and stay in the relationship. It wasn't about, you know, pulling up chalks and getting out of there and and belling on your partner. Um, And I think that as you saw the other two, which were not as high as that one, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that really means, as far as benefit goes. If people found a solution for it, or people listened to it and said, "Oh, well, I'm not as unhappy as I don't meet any of the signs they say," mm-hmm. or they said, "Well, they hit on that, but I don't agree with it." And if I you're know. if you're looking for something to, you know, if you think you're unhappy and or you're not sure you're unhappy, you're unhappy. Yeah. Because when you are happy, there's no doubt in your mind that you're happy. No. Uh-uh. I, I don't. I don't ever have to sit back and say, you know what am I really happy I in my relationship with you uh-huh. um, ever? No. And so I think that if if you're even asking yourself the question, the answer is yes, you are unhappy. Mm-hmm. So get happy. But I, 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 I tend to think that people listen to that stuff and then they try to find that coddling type of of answer mm-hmm. that gives you hope, right. that tells you to stay, mm-hmm. That tells you to work through it. That gives you bad advice, mm-hmm. or you hear from—I mean, we, we've seen articles that were so ridiculous and asinine that I can't believe anybody even put them to print. Mm-hmm. Like, I married the person that I knew wasn't for me, but it's the best decision I ever made.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. You're,
0: you're a fucking idiot <laughs> if you wrote that, or you agree oh my with gosh, that.
1: Yes.
0: Um. But people tend to look for that. If They're like, well, I'm unhappy, but, okay, I'm unhappy, but, you know, ultimately, I don't want to get divorced because I could be un- more unhappy or, you know, everybody's told me the grass isn't greener. And they start listening to that stuff and then they're like, okay, well, how, do, how let me look, let me search this. How do I function in a horribly unhappy relationship?
1: hmm <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I think that another thing for me when, like, I listen back to the "Sign Your Unhappy episode. hmm Is I bet people were thinking, um, comparing. Like, we even said it in the episode. You know, you start to compare yourself to other couples Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Or, oh, I'm not as bad as them. And I think that in the episode, I think that people could probably be like, well, we don't do that. So, you know, maybe we're not. Maybe I am not unhappy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or... We don't do anything, anything that they're, they start comparing in that episode, all of the different signs that we put out there and they're like, well, I don't do that. So, mm-hmm. well, okay, I, I guess things will be, things are probably okay then. Right. And then, I mean, who, I don't know if they've listened to the, the full episode too, mm-hmm. or if they're just like,
0: you mean the three of them? Or
1: no, I mean, like, the actual full, <coughs> the full, the full length of the episode, oh, you know, mm-hmm. or if they, they're, they like... Oh, where
0: they listen to everything that we point out. The, yeah. All the signs. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're, like,
1: well, I don't like, the, I don't like what they're saying because they're telling the truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, ugh. Well, they said that. That doesn't uh-huh. mean we're unhappy. I'm turning it off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's two types of people out there. Those that agree with us and those that are wrong. So... <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, but but I, I, I just, I, I think that that, it, it's funny to me that there are those amount of people that want to validate that something is wrong, mm-hmm. but then they look for validation that it's not that wrong
1: mm-hmm.
0: from somebody else. I know.
1: Um,
0: I and that's, know. that's unfortunately just going to continue this process perpetuating cycle of unhappiness uh-huh. when it should be, you know, identified, you know, all the, I think I even, I said in that episode that the reason we even decided to talk about it in the first place was because we had done, I think at the point, where were we at? Like around 20 ish. Wasn't that like uh, episode like 18, 18 or something? I think, yeah. So we're getting close to 20 and, and we were starting to gain some new followers and new listeners at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I talk about it on there, how we had people listening back to back to back or Like driving to work every day, they're listening to a new episode and driving home, they listen to one. So they were cramming in, you know, 18 to 20 episodes within a week or two period. Um, And we started to get the, hey, it it seems like your, your number one point of advice is to leave. Yeah. And we acknowledge that we do say that all the time. Uh Um, And so we wanted to take a step back and really talk about kind of how we got to those decisions, whether they were made for us or made by us. And step back, not just one step or two steps, but three or four steps and say, well, when should have I noticed that the relationship was getting bad? Mm-hmm. When, when should have I noticed that I wasn't as happy as I was during the first you know, six months of our relationship or first year or, or whatever? And, and what were some of those, those signs? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's really kind of what drove the conversation. Um, and I think that, you know, Life moves on whether you do or not, mm-hmm. and time carries on whether you want it to or not, and it can just completely slip away from you. And you wake up one day and you're like, I, I'm, "And I I once again, I, I don't, I don't understand how people don't have this realization." And I talk about how it didn't even hit me. How I, I think I use the story of I'm sitting in my basement and I'm not like, playing, I'm playing video games with myself, and I'm not like, "Man, I'm just not as happy as I was before."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then I think I discuss about how you know we're adaptable and get used yes. to that, yeah. that, uh-huh. that, that situation and those, that scenario and that environment. And, right. And I think that that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that it, it's not a negative thing that people are searching for that answer. I didn't. I, I didn't Google when I was miserable and unhappy signs that I'm unhappy. And
1: At least they're trying to do the research. Yeah. At least you're trying
0: to confirm if you are or aren't. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm just letting you know that if you are trying to confirm, you're you unhappy. are. unhappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that that you know that it, it just it just brings kind of a our point full circle that you know that evaluation, that reflection, and listening to your gut is is telling you you know that you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, I and know. Ultimately, yeah. once again, the point of that conversation of that episode was not to point out, you're unhappy," and then go get divorced. Mm-hmm. It was to to. Have-
1: Figure out why yeah. you're unhappy and then make the changes in your relationship so you're a happy person mm-hmm. again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep.
1: I, and I think that um, with the the reasons why men and women cheat, though, too, I mean, it's like... And the thing about the reasons why men and women cheat, it is the number one listen to episode. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. You know, at least... <laughs> and with the, the signs you're unhappy, it was... You you know, know. Within
0: our first 20 episodes. Right. So it's been exposed to more people for a much longer time. Yes. So, yeah. So that, that's a good point. That mm-hmm. in a shorter period of time, more people have flocked to why do people cheat? Mm-hmm. Whether that's, should I cheat? Am I getting to the point where I might cheat? Or have I done things that is driving my partner to cheat? Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever it is. So... Once again, looking for it is a positive sign. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that's bad because we'll shoot ourselves in the foot anyway, Mm -hmm. but trying to figure out, you know, why, or if, you know, once again, it's all part of that evaluation. I'm glad that people are doing that, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like we did with the other one, if if you are trying to figure that out, chances are you're there. Mm -hmm. It's, it's at that point. Um, that somebody has cheated is going to cheat about to cheat considering cheating you're in that ballpark now that it's it's about to happen
1: yeah
0: um i've never <clears throat> once had to even had the thought or question about i wonder if she's doing or saying something that is that a sign she's cheating yeah you know um so if you're having those thoughts that's your gut that yeah. is your gut telling you something is wrong
1: yes I know we, and we've said it, we've said it on multiple episodes and we've said it even on our, on our Facebook page to listen to your gut. Mm -hmm. You really need to, it, it's, it's telling you something. It really is. Mm -hmm.
0: When we talked about the reasons for divorce, you know, we came at it from kind of the angle of how people head down that path, um, And and how they get there, you know. We this was something we were going to talk about earlier, and we had stuff go on, and we decided to wait a few weeks to talk about it. Um, But it was, as as you said earlier, fairly recently, and so we've had so many views and listens to it. I'm sorry, cheating. I'm sorry, Uh yeah. Why why men and women cheat? Um, People really flocking to it. To I don't know if trying to get a better understanding, Mm -hmm. or or really kind of like we did with the other episode of Sandra and Happy of looking for the signs of maybe if I identify these, this tells me that my partner's cheating. And that really wasn't the intent of the episode, wasn't to point out signs that your partner is cheating. It was really just to talk about the hard fact that the one, the differences between why men and women cheat. Yeah. uh, Because this is the one that I, I say some of the the vulgar stuff. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah, you do. You yeah, you got very vulgar (laughs) with it. I know.
0: About what what guys look for out of their partner Uh and what keeps them faithful and keeps them happy. Uh Which is sex. Yeah. It's sex. It's always sex. Uh And while women tend to look for more of that emotional Connection. connection. And and the really big I guess miscommunication from the two sexes on I want sex. She's not giving me sex. Well, and she says, well, I want emotional attention and he's not giving me emotional attention. So until I get that, he's not getting sex.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he thinks that sex is emotional attention.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's his version of it. Right. I guess. And I think that one, one thing that I wonder too, is, is what people thought when they did listen to the, the cheating one, mm-hmm. because it is a harsh reality. Yeah and you know we do we are we tell the truth about it you know we we tell that we don't try to sugarcoat the episode and tell you that everything's going to be okay and yeah. it's going to work out that your partner's cheating on you or whatever mm-hmm. yeah no we tell you why they are cheating on you and why they're wanting to stray away
0: yeah, yeah exactly what what led them to that decision and mm-hmm. And we even, we have the conversation on that one about how, I think I say that, you know, the guy's like, well, what'll make me more happy is if we just have more sex. And the mm-hmm. woman's like, no, there's got to be more to it than just sex. sex. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it's not. It's just sex. Mm-hmm. It's really just sex. Um, and so I don't know if people listened to it and did exactly that. I know. And said, no, he's wrong. He's wrong. He's, he's missing something. There's a bigger problem involved than just sex. <laughs> and it's know. like, no, you're an idiot. That's, yeah. You completely missed the point of that, uh-huh. if that was your response to it. But uh-huh. once again, I don't know. No, nobody nobody said, hey, you're wrong. We're having this issue, not that. We have sex all the time, uh-huh. but this is what's wrong. Which, yeah. yeah. We've talked Which, about the importance and, uh, of sex anyway.
1: I think another thing that um, our statistics show yeah, because some of them, cause we have different, you know, we're on different platforms. We see different statistics on each platform, and uh, one of them that I really like is that it shows you how many listeners are male and how many are female. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really shows a lot too. I mean, we've said before that well, we know that it's women. Women, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there is a handful of guys that listen to to the show, but. Mostly it's women. So most of the people that are probably looking these things up are going to be the woman. Mm -hmm. Saying why, you know, reasons why men and women cheat. Yeah. And and
0: I think that that's, I think that's a big credit to women though. Mm -hmm. I think that that, that's not a negative at all. I think that's, that's a very positive attribute that you typically see in women. That something is wrong and what is it? And I, I think, you know, I, I can tend to be pretty harsh about, well, you're not listening to your gut, but that is your gut telling you that something's wrong, as we just said. But I think that you you don't... Men seem to miss that something is wrong. Nine times out of ten, guys miss that their partner's unhappy. Mm-hmm. Just completely miss it. And, and men, for... I have no idea why some of these men think this way, but most men, even... Even men that don't really offer anything in the way of personality or emotional tension or looks or sex or, or whatever, they're kind of just blah all in all aspects of their life, will still tend to think, well, my partner would never cheat on me
2: mm-hmm.
0: because I'm all this or whatever they think <laughs> this is. Uh-huh. And they, will, they are that clueless. that They really truly think that they're bringing something to the table. That their partner can't live without.
1: Right.
0: And I don't know what they think it is because if you're not emotionally attentive, you don't have a freaking personality, you don't have a good sense of humor, you're not loving and affectionate to your partner, you aren't having sex with them, maybe you don't have much to have sex with in the first place, you aren't physically attractive or appealing or whatever it is. When you have all these negative attributes that typically are the 180 of what woman looks for in someone, how you can still, I don't know how you can still have the the train of thought that, well, my partner would never cheat on me. Yeah, I know. And women tend to be way better at cheating than men.
2: Yeah.
0: More women get away with it. Men are stupid. (laughs) Men don't get away with it. So more women are like, huh, (laughs) I'm seeing more signs that seem unusual. Yeah. And, and. Men are so clueless, they don't pick up on the signs. And we've talked about that even in just normal communication. Yeah, I
1: I not I think that women are clueless sometimes when it comes to cheating, though, too. I think
0: women choose to be clueless.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I yeah. think women
0: choose to ignore the signs. I think men really just don't see them a lot of times. Uh-huh. Because um,
1: ignorance is bliss.
0: Yeah. And most men are just flat-out ignorant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So do you think, like, in, in your previous relationship, did you... Think about, like, why your ex-wife was unhappy.
0: Um, she, n- no. She never said, I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. She never said.
1: But a woman doesn't have to say it, though. Right.
0: I thought she was happy because she was getting to do everything she wanted to do. Uh-huh. Uh, now I, I've said on there that I've, I've never I never sat down and was like Wow I'm really unhappy I I did have enough self awareness to know that or think her life was better than mine She had the job she wanted She had the friends she wanted She had the social life she wanted She had the house she wanted She had the car she wanted So pretty much materialistically she had everything mm-hmm. And when it came to me I was still the husband that would send her flowers that would try to contact her, that would communicate with her, that would try to do date nights, that would try to do romantic things. So it wasn't that I was this clueless, unattentive guy that was like, well, she has everything she could ever want and I'm just sitting here doing nothing else about it and she should she should just be happy. I was still pursuing her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was just a constant rejection to the point that I was just like, well, I'm not pursuing her anymore mm-hmm. at all. Um, and so once I really just gave up and said, I'm not pursuing you anymore because I've been doing this now for, at that time, it'd probably been eight years mm. leading up to it. And then the last two years, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done sending you flowers and trying to be sweet and trying to be affectionate and trying to be romantic. And I was just like, we'll, we'll do whatever you want on our anniversary, mm-hmm. which will probably be find a babysitter, go eat, and then you'll come home and go to bed while I go down in the basement and play video games. Yeah. Um, but I, I, once I really just kind of threw my hands up in the air, I still thought, and, I, and, and maybe I was being a clueless guy at this point, but I still thought, well, she didn't like me pursuing her, so that's one more big thing that she got her way.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I was like, so <clears throat> she should be very, very happy at this point mm-hmm. because – not only does she have all that materialistic stuff, now she doesn't have a husband that's bugging her to have sex. Now she doesn't have a husband that's, that's you know, trying to stay involved with her and, and trying to, you know, whatever, check up on what she's doing or, or because I just quit arguing about it. I quit fighting about her ditching me and going and doing stuff. It was just like, whatever, mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll take Seth and we'll, we'll just have our own life. And now you should be very happy because you got exactly what you wanted.
1: Right.
0: Um, and and so I I looked at it more of, of from that perspective of after her getting everything that she thought she wanted and me giving her what I thought I needed to give her up to the point of not giving her anything at all mm-hmm. was what does she have to complain about now Yeah, I know.
1: Well, I know with me in my previous relationship, I did say that I wasn't happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. And even and with a, a clueless guy like most guys, he didn't do anything to to try to. to well, he he did, I guess he tried. But it, by that time, it, it was, was too late. Today, it wasn't so. that you
0: said you're unhappy, and he immediately tried. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was you said you're unhappy, and he probably just thought, well, it's just talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: what? What does Bob say on that '70s show? That's just things women say.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Women
0: say they're unhappy all the time. Don't take uh-huh. any heart to it. <laughs> And unfortunately, even though that, that's a comedy spoof on that, that's how guys think. I know. Oh, well, women are just never happy. You can't please them anyway. Because that's what we've been told. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've been told from the point that we were young to not argue with your wife, let her be right all the time, um, don't challenge anything she says. Um she's gonna gain fifty pounds once she takes a first bite of wedding cake, mm-hmm. or or all of these we've been just force-fed these negative attributes that tend to apply to women once they get married. Uh-huh. And so most guys are like, "Oh, this is how it's supposed to be." Well,
1: I know, and and there's the old saying, "A "Happy wife, happy life." Yeah. And I mean, that's obviously what you were trying yeah, to do. Yeah, that's what I you- was striving for. It
0: was like, "What else can I do to make you happy yeah. so my life is happy?"
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah, with my in my previous relationship, it, it's it's just weird though. Like, I mean, I didn't try to I wasn't googling signs that I was unhappy though and mm-hmm. and stuff like that but you Well cuz you knew.
0: Yeah, you, you knew you were know, unhappy. You yeah. know
1: you're unhappy and when once you get to that point you I don't know if they are I mean we, we say Can you turn in, back? <laughs> yeah, we say it in in the previous episodes, you know, that yeah, you should mm-hmm. try to to work things out and, and stuff like that, which I guess I did try, but mm-hmm. sometimes it is just too late yeah and there's not much you can do about it
0: yeah well and, and I once again, I think when we look back at the the statistics we looked at with our own listeners and viewers, what we don 't know is where are they mm-hmm. in that was was I know. it that were they just starting to look for those signs were those things just now happening, and that was their first Step of action was was the validation piece was I my gut saying this whether it's it's either of these episodes whether it's I'm unhappy or my partner may be cheating um, my gut saying this so before I approach them I need to validate it and and maybe that's what the search is mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm not saying that once you type in that search that it's too late I'm just saying that's your validation mm-hmm. that you are you, getting to that point to seek out some kind of answer or validation is the validation that something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you need to say, well, you know what, I'm, I'm sitting here typing in, I already know. Mm-hmm. You can still find out where you may be on the scale or the threshold of, of whatever this may be. Um, but people tend to start, I think people tend to start looking for the validation, and then, and I kind of alluded to this while well ago, but then they want justification. hmm Like, well, I validated something is wrong. These things have happened, so those signs are legitimate. Um, But now let me either find something that says it could be something else, so I can immediately hop in denial. Mm -hmm. Or I can justify why I choose to ignore it or choose to stay or or whatever that kind of next fill in the blank may be for for that person. Mm -hmm. Um, And once again, I, I think this is a typical female attribute, not men. Mm-hmm. Because they they miss all of those signs going up to that, and yeah. I've, I've even shared the story about you know my friend that missed everything up until, hey I want a divorce had no clue that that was even coming. Yeah, it was just completely blindsided because he was so inattentive, and either self consumed or in a massive chunk of denial. Mm-hmm. How's that? What do
1: you do? Oh!
0: Did you hear it? Uh-uh. Oh, the the our shaker was like hissing. Oh, it's because I left the lid on it, and oh. it, the pressure was oh, that's hissing. Funny. I could hear it out of the corner oh. of the ear. messing me oh. up. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, just completely missed all that stuff. And then it was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I've been hit by a Mack truck! I didn't see this coming at all. And and everyone around us saw it, yes. but sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. And he was so embedded in it that he thought he was doing everything right. And kind of like some of my answers was, what, what does she? Have to not be happy about,
2: uh-huh.
0: um, and, and I think to to the clueless guy's defense, women aren't the best blatant communicators. I mean, you gave it you gave an example of how you told your partner I'm unhappy, uh-huh. but a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, they don't flat out say I'm unhappy.
1: Yeah, and I think that the the problem that I did though was I waited until it was too late. It wasn't just his fault that it was too late. It was right. my fault too. Yep. It was my fault that I didn't say how I felt when way earlier. Yeah, way earlier. And and whenever you know, whenever something happens, and you know, you're a little bit upset about it, but then you kind of blow it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Say something. Yeah. Do do something about it because then it's going to save. It's going to save so much more headache and everything later on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think that. Uh, one one of the things that you know I have to do as, as a as a boss is uh, one of the things that I, I I've been doing for years. I, I think I had to start doing as the military was creating what we call the paper trail. And when you you have you know your employees are a relationship, just different. Mm-hmm. But when there are things wrong in that relationship because they aren't living up to their end of the bargain, you ha- you can't just <laughs> immediately blindside them with you're fired. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Or you're out of here. I guess how that would work. You have to have that paper trail and give them the opportunities to correct that behavior. And I think that in a not-so-structured format, that's really how people that grow as a couple, especially for people that aren't necessarily like us, where we got married later in life, and we've talked about you know, we don't have a lot of issues that other people have because the opportunity just doesn't come up. But if you are that younger couple that have had those growth growing pains by just maturing and having children and getting jobs and losing jobs and buying homes and selling homes and, and all of those things that people tend to fight about and argue about, you, you have to kind of treat it very similar. If, Mm -hmm. if you're that wife that has that inattentive husband that you've been beating around the bush. I mean, if if I've got an employee that's late every day and every time they come in, I go, (sighs) and I look at my watch and I Tell everybody else, man, it sure would be nice if if John <laughs> showed up on time. Right. My gosh, I just wish John could get his shit together and make it to work on time. And then John's like, oh, hold on, let me get a cup of coffee. I'm useless without my coffee, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah, John, it'd be nice if you got here about, you know, 7.55. You could pour that cup of coffee and then be ready to work by 8. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, if you don't sit John down and say, John. You are not making it to work on time, and if you continue this pattern, we are going to have to have a very serious conversation. Uh Most of the time, John will realize he's doing something wrong. You assume that everybody should know they should be at work on time, and it's the same thing with your relationship. Most people assume that their partner should know the right thing to do, but unfortunately they don't. So you have to take a time out, you have to sit them down, you have to say, hey... If you continue this pattern of behavior, we're going to have some problems and give them the opportunity to correct it. What I can't do is let John continue to be late every single day for six months and then finally be like, you know what, John, you're fired. You have been late every single day, but but you never told me, you never said anything that I was late. And that's why John can then go to the unemployment office and fight for wrongful termination. There's no track (laughs) record that, you know, whatever. But it's the same thing with, with your partnership and your relationships. Uh-huh. You have to be able to give them the opportunity to correct that, that behavior. Yes. But you can't give them that opportunity unless you have the actual blatant, very good communicating conversation. It can't be hints. It can't be jokes. It can't be... Hey, did you did you see that on TV? Did you see what they were doing and think they're going to pick up on it? Yeah, you have to look him in the eye and tell them what's going
1: on. Yes, you really do. I know. It, it, I like
0: that you how you put it
1: though with that with that analogy with the worker mm-hmm. because it is exactly that, and you can't you really can't expect someone to to know everything. Mm-hmm. You have to have that communication. Yeah. Communication is so, so important in a relationship, any mm-hmm. relationship.
0: Yeah. And, and communicating the right way and with the right people. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yes, I know. Because yeah, like you said, you know, he's the boss is complaining to everyone yeah, else, else and it sounds exactly like a woman mm-hmm. in a relationship. Like, oh my gosh, he did this and he did that. Yeah. And well, did you tell him that he did this and that? Mm-hmm. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. Well then what the heck?
0: But I think women will say, oh, I did. He has that's to true. know. Yeah. He
1: has to know. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, or they hinted. Yeah. They hinted around mm-hmm. it. They didn't actually say the words, say it. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. you know, and I think that, that that's where it's it, it, it's it's the funny thing with, you know, when the guy's doing something that their gut's telling them, I think my wife may get mad if I do this. And he says, hey, the fellas and I are thinking about, um, you know, I'm going to do a bachelor party for so-and-so. Um, nothing too crazy. Don't don't worry about it. But uh, we're gonna do you know A B C and D. Is that cool? If you're not cool with it, say you're not cool with it. Yeah. Because the guy looking for you to say, well, if that's what you want to do, okay. Hey, she didn't say not to do it, so we're doing it. Oh. I and am. that's how guys are.
1: Uh oh.
0: huh. So you have to say nope. I, you can do the bachelor party, but here's the rules: no strippers, and you're done by two a.m. And I better not have to. Pick anybody up smelling like stripper perfume or something, I mean, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever the rules are. I know.
1: Um, but would you believe them though? You know, after all that, like, would you? Really
0: I don't think so. I, I think the think bachelor party is a, a whole other discussion. I know. I think women feel bullied into allowing men to do that.
1: Yeah, I know. Maybe we could have an episode on that. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, that
0: I think that'll cause all kinds of problems.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: People will be all.
0: People will be very upset, especially when I say that if you. are you wanted
2: right
0: there will be people hurt feelings if I said that
1: (laughs) if you said it (laughs) Um, but yeah uh where were we
0: I don't know you messed me up I'm sorry but no it was it was just really um I guess my initial really point was the communication yeah tell
1: them them. flat
0: out saying what what is acceptable and what's not acceptable and, and have that conversation and you know, once again, it can't just be a. It may not necessarily be a one conversation or ordeal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I know, and I, I could do the comparison to employees a lot. Yeah, put them can. on a performance improvement plan. We're gonna have checkups every three months <laughs> see where you're. Done, oh my god, where you're at. You know, yeah, that's and once again, bad. it doesn't have to be that structured in a mm-hmm. relationship, mm-hmm. but it sometimes it can't just be a one and done.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: it especially if there's been an issue where trust has been broken mm-hmm. on, on some level. Um, and then that you know that point's gonna take a little long, longer to get through and get to those other successful attributes of a relationship later on down the road
1: mm-hmm I know um I guess kind of back to getting back to the statistic piece <clears throat> um I don't know i mean i just i guess i i I do wonder like i guess i've said it before why people or not why if people are actually taking our advice though mm-hmm. from these episodes and i really hope that that they are and i mean we have gotten you know some feedback and stuff like that saying that they're communicating better at least with their partners mm-hmm. um but I, I want to know, I I would like to know if, like, these specific episodes are... That
0: really touch somebody yeah. to the point where, you know, either you, you listen to it and we're like, you know, I talked to my spouse and we realized that we aren't there and mm-hmm. and it's not an issue. Or if it was the, you know, yeah, I, I knew we had some problems and you described things that really hit home and mirrored what we're going through. And, and once again, that, that that's the point. I mean, that that's where... Drawing off of our experiences and our previous relationships, of seeing and living unsuccessful, we 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 know what that's like, mm-hmm. um, and, and and so we we know how to, at least with hindsight, look at it and and kind of smack yourself on the forehead and say, well, how did I not? Yeah. How did I not see that that I was unhappy or that was going on? Um, you know, and I I think I said it very early on with this that I I like to be hopeful that. If, if someone had set me down and described my situation and the end result that they had, I would have listened or been a little more in tune. I don't know if it would have changed. I don't know if I still would have found an excuse with having my son or found an excuse to dismiss that that information mm-hmm. um, because we we don't we don't want to be told that that it's over we don't right. want we we always try to look at our situation and think that it's so unique that nobody could possibly know what to do in that situation but me
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and, and so we tend to kind of dismiss some of that advice and
1: just kind of go with the flow and take your own advice yeah
0: mm-hmm. which if you're doing the same thing and it's not improving you have to what? what is it do the same or do the same remain the same mm-hmm. um, and 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 that's that applies with a lot of stuff in life but mm-hmm. i think it, it, it's very specific to or can be very specific to relationships as well. Mm-hmm. If you're trying the same thing and it's not improving, it's going to stay the same. Yeah. There's not going to be improvement. Yeah. And, and to shake it up isn't a ultimatum. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: It's not this, you know, sit down, come to Jesus meeting with this ultimatum on the end of it. It's taking those steps. Identifying, and one of the things that, that I wish I would have had a conversation with my ex-wife about was through those points if she was unhappy, what? Mm-hmm. What, what, was what was she unhappy about? Mm-hmm. Um, and why? Mm-hmm. Because I think once we, 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 didn't have, we didn't have a good enough foundation to weather the storms that came up later on,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whether it was, you know, I, I've talked about when I lost my job, when we would buy a house, when, you know, I was unemployed for seven months. You know, we didn't have a good enough base to weather that to get through it together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it was, now, we didn't get divorced during the midst of that, but that isn't a level of success. It was still, you know, we blamed each other, we resented each other during it, but we just didn't get divorced. I mean, not not getting divorced is not a success, a sign yeah. of success, and and people tend to think it is. Well, we didn't get divorced over it, so yeah. we made it to the other side. Well, no. That, that's not what that means. That, that's not the same thing. Not getting divorced is not an accomplishment or an achievement that people should pat themselves on the back for. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that, that I've used to argue these, you know, so-and-so celebrating their 65-year marriage and, you know, they hate each other. Yeah. There's nothing to celebrate there, yeah. you know. I know. Hating each other for 65 years is not a point of celebration. No. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I would have at least liked to have known, you know, from my perspective, you have all of those things I listed. What what is it? What is it that isn't that I'm not doing? That's not happening in your life. That's not fulfilling you in whatever level to make you happy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that like when you go to the the foundation piece and how you didn't have you didn't have a good enough foundation built mm-hmm. and. I, I do think that that's very important. I think that people probably get the foundation confused with hardships mm-hmm. in your relationship. And, um, and you know, you have to go through yeah. weather the storm or whatever to, to get to the rainbow or whatever, to what, see the rainbow.
0: It's not a, uh, what was it, the VH1 behind the music? how i remember do you remember those yeah uh-huh. so one of the things i remember everybody would say was that was kind of ironic about all of it was every good successful rock band had to have this point where everybody was addicted to drugs and one of them died and oh, they gosh. all they all they all had to as a band they had to go through these horrible hardships to be the best uh-huh. and i think people kind of apply that same mentality to their relationships mm-hmm. it's like no you don't you don't mm-hmm. have to go through these valleys and hills of ups and downs, and hating each other, and and get going on. I mean, and, you know, I, I've heard those speeches at weddings and and it, at uh, re- vow renewals and anniversaries, and we, we you know we've had our ups and downs, and we we've been on again, off again, but we always knew we'd find each other, and and it, th- those are not testaments of a strong relationship. No. Those are not testaments of weathering the storm. It, it, it's not. And and I think that people tend to confuse those mm-hmm. and and think that there's a badge of honor to wear because we strayed away from one another, because we split up and we broke up, but we got back together and, you know, and it's, it's once again, you're on again, off again and, and disliking each other and, and cheating on one another and all those other issues just to still end up together is not, you don't get a Gold ribbon for doing that. Yeah. I mean, that's not you didn't win anything. You, mm-hmm. that's not a any signs of current success or future success at all.
1: Mm-mm. No, I think that the, but I think that the foundation is, I mean, having enough in common mm-hmm. and building a friendship, and having more. I mean, more to your relationship than, than you know, having maybe, a kid. Yeah, having a kid or... Living together. Or we, you know, oh, I thought he was cute and she... Right. You know. Yeah. And we got together. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a a lot more than that. And it's not... (laughs) And it isn't the, you know, going through the the shit storm.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that the the foundation takes time. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where, you know, with my ex, um, we didn't spend any time building a foundation at all before we got married. Mm -hmm. And so there was nothing for that marriage house to even stand on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, same thing. If you just build a house on dirt without a foundation, there's just going to settle and eventually fall apart. And it takes time to build that foundation. And I think that, you know, you kind of hit on it where, um, I I don't know if this goes against the dumbass post I made fun of, (laughs) (laughs) but it does start with that, whatever mutual connection you have via a friendship via a coworker relationship whatever that initial spark is that may not even be romantic mm-hmm. initially but you and I started on our foundation from when you were engaged mm-hmm. and I was married just connecting as friends mm-hmm. Um, the reason I think that that's different is because I wasn't willfully trying to get in the family Yeah, zone. I know. You know, we are, we each had our own relationships She needs to realize
1: time. that I'm a good guy. Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> you know,
0: but, uh, I think that that does take time. And I think that that's why you, you see the statistics of people that get, get married within this short period of time, whatever that may be, don't last because your foundation's not there. And then I think it's the same thing where if you wait too long, it's the same type of result once you get married. But I, I think building that foundation, it takes that time. It takes, um, that that's where you really kind of mix a, as a couple where you, you find out what you have in common, what, where you find out what your ticks are, where you find out how to communicate, how to argue, how to live with one another, how to, how to go through that progression. And I think that that's why far too often and what we've been kind of overexposed to, especially in today's society are, People that get knocked up and then decide to stay together,
1: mm-hmm. uh, and
0: a child is not a foundation. No, getting pregnant is not a foundation. Um, you can have sex with one another and have a baby and have shit in common with one another,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and I think that that's where we see a lot of these rough patches going on because now you, you you've basically kind of come at it backwards where you've you've built your house and now you have to figure out how to do a foundation beneath it. Yeah, and that's virtually impossible to do.
1: I know. Yes.
0: And so I think that, you know, looking back at, um, you know, what people are, are looking for, they're searching for, they're having issues with, you know, we've talked on here a couple of times about, um, how our current situation may not be relatable, but I think that there should be comfort to those that are listening to these episodes that you are not alone. Mm -hmm. It's, you aren't the only one out there that, Thinks that your partner may be cheating. You're not the only one out there that thinks you're in an unhappy relationship and may not see the signs, mm-hmm. because according to at least our statistics, based on all of our episodes, a huge majority of our listeners feel that way.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Well, and and even even as much as we are, we may not be relatable now. We definitely were relatable before, and. We were there. We have been where you, mm-hmm. where you are. And I mean, maybe we didn't, we didn't have the podcast to, to go to, to look for the answers or
0: whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And to so, get somebody else's perspective on it.
1: Yeah. Well, that was so one, one of the things we are.
0: I, that, was one of the things I said is that I, I did feel very alone because I didn't, I didn't know what was, you know, out there. Um, I didn't have anybody to really talk to about it mm-hmm. <coughs> or to get their take. And I was too embarrassed. Mm-hmm. To ask their take, and there there wasn't an avenue like a podcast to listen to two people talk about the same problems I was I was having. The things that were available on TV were so far beyond, like like a Maury Povich yeah. or something. Like okay, <laughs> right. well that's not my situation at all. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't that extreme. And so compared to Maury, I did have a very happy relationship. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: So what if what if there was a you know podcast like ours, like we were <laughs> out whenever you were in that situation and you did listen. What do you think that the advice that, you know, you would, would you have taken the advice or would you have like gone to your spouse and told her, Hey, like I have this, I think I would have, um, as a woman like, Hey, I've been listening to this, this podcast and,
0: but would have your partner been my partner would not have been open to that
1: and i don't think my partner would have been yeah. open to it mm-hmm.
0: and that that's the sad reality is mm-hmm. no matter and, and that's something that people don't want to hear mm-hmm. is no matter what's available we we talked about it last week on the religion one else also and that's the same concept because i used the example that you know you can't go to church and come back to your partner and say well god said
2: mm-hmm. and
0: it's the same thing with with the podcast you you can't go back to your partner that's disconnected and disengaged and doesn't want to change anything and say well hey, I heard all this great stuff on how you need to change. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I think that maybe deep down, that's why I think a lot of my stuff goes to it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. Because I I think there is a very harsh reality to the situation that your disconnected, disengaged partner is not going to change their behaviors. And now you just have more... Perspective and spotlights on all the things that you know is wrong with your relationship, and it feels probably more one-sided now than it did before.
1: I know. I know. Well, because it's like the spotlight is shining on you because we're pointing out all of the things that mm-hmm. you you realize and you have known, yeah. but you're just not doing anything about mm-hmm. it. And so now you're like, fuck. Now, now I really have to admit that... Yeah that I'm doing something wrong, I mm-hmm. guess. Maybe not wrong, but maybe not the that right something's thing. Something's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe you're not doing anything wrong, but something's wrong. Mhm. Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I I think that we thought that this was going to this would be, you know, good topic to to discuss and we thought that um, you know, seeing seeing those numbers the These are the episodes that are listened to the most. Mm -hmm. We thought it said something. Yeah. Big time.
0: It does. Yep. It sure does.
1: Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps it up for today. Mm -hmm. Um, But as always, thank you for listening. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Um, Check us out anywhere you listen to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.